Hi friends, welcome back. I'm Jen Danter, chef, product developer, food editor, recipe creator, lover of all things food. I'm also your host today, and flavor is my favorite F word. On the table are two juicy, controversial ingredients, sugar and sodium. Yes, those two flav bombs are often on people's naughty list, but when used in moderation and in the right context, they can help lift up flavor. So today's discussion is more about how to frame out what sugar and sodium conscious means for the average healthy person in the Epicure universe. Personally, I think of sugar and salt as flavor helpers. They're never going to be the stars of the show here at Epicure. And we know that it's the aromatic herbs. It's that mix of complex spices, plus all those juicy, chubby little nuggets of fruit and vegetable pieces in the blends that do all the heavy flavor lifting. Our mission is to support your health and wellness journey through cooking. Our products and recipes are purpose-built. Our team includes food scientists, dietitians, chefs, healthcare professionals, and the home cook. When it comes to that health halo, we are, we've earned those wings. We take blending seriously. So when we do add salt or sugar, we use that wellness background to ensure we're only adding enough to impart flavor versus impact health. Now let's get salty. The World Health Organization recommends less than five grams of sodium per day. Five grams of sodium is about 2,300 milligrams. But in real terms, that's only one teaspoon of table salt. Doesn't sound like a lot, does it? Now, to determine how much salt is in a product, you're gonna to wanna to look at the label. Look for something called the percentage daily value. It's on the nutrition facts panel, on the back of the label, or hot tip, if you can't read small print like me, go to epicure.com. Every product has an image of an NFT. You can make it large, small, whatever you need to read the details. A 5% daily value or less per serving of sodium is considered low. And that's our main target. Same, same with our recipes. We make sure that our blends are low enough in sodium so that when eating a meal, like whether you're following the recipe on pack or discovering new gems on epicure.com, the sodium target should be around 500 milligrams per meal or less. So while we know what you're going, well, we can't know what you're gonna eat throughout the day, our mission, our goal, our MO is to make sure that products and recipes won't put you over that five grams of salt. We're partners here, right? Portion control is in your hands. So beyond flavor, do we really need salt? Guess what? You do. The human body requires a small amount to conduct nerve impulses, contract and relax muscles, and maintain the proper balance of water and minerals. From a health perspective, a diet high in sodium is a complete disaster. That's linked to high blood pressure, heart disease, and stroke. And that's why we love cooking with Epicure. You can control the amount of salt you put in your food. That's also why you should avoid highly processed foods whenever possible. But guess what? Some foods naturally contain sodium. We're talking all vegetables, dairy products, meat, and shellfish. These don't have a lot of sodium, but it is naturally occurring. And eating does, does contribute to the overall amount of sodium in your diet. So why does salt make food taste better? Well, like all humans, taste is a complex sense. 
Our taste buds react to several different flavors all at the same time. At its basic level, salt enhances other flavors. Low concentrations of it will reduce bitterness. It will increase sweetness, sour, and that overall umami experience. At high concentrations, it suppresses sweetness, which gives you a more big, bold, savory flavor. So when you see sodium in any Epicure product, know that we only add it for flavor. It's just there to take a product from good to great. We are constantly juggling health, wellness, and flavor. Our promise is low or no sodium in 90% of our products and recipes. We're realists, not zealots. Okay, let's make this real now. I'm gonna use one of my favorite seasonings as an example. I love pizza seasoning. This blend delivers that nostalgic flavor of eating pizza. It's got notes of basil, oregano, robust garlic, juicy tomato, green bell peppers. That's kind of a bitter flavor. And there's also loads of Parmesan in there and a little bit of chili. We didn't need to add any sodium to this because if you just listen to the ingredient list, you already know it's a flavor bomb. Plus, those tomatoes, the bell pepper, the Parmesan, all naturally contain sodium. So that gives it a really balanced flavor. When you look at the label, the DV is at 1%. Well under, we are golden. But reality hits, you're gonna add this seasoning to food, right? Let me talk you through a recipe. Another of my favorite recipes for pizza seasoning is one called burst cherry tomato pasta. I make this all year round. It tastes way better in the summer because I'm gonna brag, my, brag about my homegrown tomatoes, but I'm not a grocery tomato snob in the winter. And quick PSA here, winter tomatoes, you can improve their flavor. Here's a hack. What I do is I take my tomatoes, cherry tomatoes included, I put them on the sheet pan, lie on the sheet pan liner, and I roast them long, low, and slow because basically I'm letting the water evaporate so that the flavor concentrates. And then I follow the recipe. Okay, so back to cherry, burst cherry tomato pasta. I'm getting all off track here, bear with me. The gist is you boil some noodles, which FYI also contains some sodium. While that's on the stove bubbling away, you're gonna take your cherry tomatoes, saute them with lots of olive oil, lots of pizza seasoning. When they're all burst and juicy, stir in some spinach until it's wilted, then toss with noodles. It is so simple and delicious. And per serving, your sodium is only at 45 milligrams. That is super low. To know if a product is low in sodium or just free from any added sodium, look at the legend in the catalog or on epicure.com. A blue dot on a product means low sodium. That amazing white circle just with a blue outline means there's no sodium added to the blend whatsoever. Huzzah! All right, let's hit home with the sweet stuff. What the heck does sugar conscious mean? Hold on a minute there. I got a pop quiz for you. What do you think experts suggest as a daily recommended amount of sugar? Hmm, throwing out numbers, doing calculations, we know it's gonna be low. But guess what? That's a trick question because nobody recommends any sugar. From a, from a nutritional point of view, we can survive without it. There is enough naturally occurring sugars in food to keep our bodies energized and fueled. But in the right circumstance, sugar does contribute flavor and even a healthy lifestyle has room for dessert, right? Okay, let's break it down. Why is sugar not so bueno for us? 
Too much sugar in your diet leads to insulin resistance. That's a precursor to type 2 diabetes. Ever heard of fatty liver disease? Cardiovascular situations. I think it makes you tongue-tied as well. But there are two types of sugar. There's naturally occurring sugars in food, and those are called things like fructose, and that comes from fruits and vegetables. Lactose from milk and milk products. Guess what? Even herbs and spices, some of them have naturally occurring sugars already in them. And we need these. This is what gives us energy. We can fuel ourselves, do the sports, look after our kids, cook the dinners. This is good for us. But there's also added sugar. And that's kind of like adding any caloric sweetener to your coffee. And those are the sugars we really want to not 100% avoid, but reduce. All right, the American Heart Association advocates limiting sugars to about 100 to 150 calories per day, preferably less. What does that look like in a real person's life? That's about six to nine teaspoons of sugar. I think a can of cola might have something ridiculous like 12 teaspoons of sugar. So that really puts it into perspective that you don't, you shouldn't add any extra sugar to what you're eating or make sure it's less than six. Okay, I'm getting all jumbled in my numbers. Through the Epicure lens, sugar conscious means that at least 80% of our products and recipes will limit sugars to 100 grams daily. What does that mean on a 1500 calorie diet, which is a restricted one? Most people are kind of in the 2000 calorie goal zone. At breakfast, you don't wanna eat more than 20 to 30 grams. Lunch is about 25 grams, same with dinner, and that leaves room for a dessert that has about 10 to 20 grams of sugar. In our world, our blends, we definitely take that into account. So when you're eating a meal, we wanna make sure that you're falling within the limits of a sugar-conscious diet, and not just for a meal, for all your meals. Again, like we talked about with sodium, this all depends on serving sizes, which is in your control. Okay, from a flavor point of view, why do we even add sugar? Well, we add it for sweetness. Because like salt, sugar is a great flavor enhancer. It's a carrier. Adding a little bit, keywords here, little bit, to nutritious foods like some fruits, frozen berries or sour rhubarb, even morning oats, it just helps balance the flavor and makes them more palatable. Sugar balances bitterness and sourness. It can even tame something that's spicy. From a baking perspective, sugar helps improve texture for you know muffins and cakes, cookies and squares. It's in drinks to even give it a good texture as well as flavor. And let me tell you, our gluten-free baking mixes are dessert heaven. They're conventionally less sweet than typical recipes or comparable mixes from the grocery store. And to illustrate that point, I wanna talk about happy birthday cake mix because yum, yum, effing yum, this bakes up with a damnably delicious moist crumb, it pops with vanilla flavor, and the blend is vegan and easy to customize. I mean, when you're eating this, you probably don't even recognize it's gluten-free because there's no gritty taste or gummy texture. But I'm already getting off track because I just want to rein in on the sugar. So, best way to compare is an apples-to-apples product comparison. Let's look at Betty Crocker's gluten-free yellow cake mix. They're both gluten-free, but that's kind of where the similarities end. Sugar, I'm focused on it, I swear. When I look at the NFTs, both contain it, 
but Epicare is about 10% less, which when we're relating that to the amount of teaspoons and milligrams we can eat, that's a huge difference. When I look at the dry mixes, we're at 17 grams, they're at 20 grams, and that's per one ninth of the dry mix. That kind of just feels like a numbers game. So in reality, when I bake up happy birthday cake, there's 18 grams of sugar per serving and you are still within that 20, sorry, that 10 to 20 grams dessert range. All right, I'm gonna close up soon because my head is jumbled with sugar and salt and numbers, but the bottom line here, we love food, we love good food. And that means meals made with real wholesome ingredients. And for the average healthy person, there's a little wiggle room for adding sensible amounts of sugar and sodium to really pump up the flavor and enjoy your food. Epicure can help you have a healthy relationship with food. Be sure to read labels, cook your own food, avoid convenience products or too much takeout. But do remember to eat that piece of cake once in a while. Oh, thank you for tuning in. It's been a jumble of a podcast, but I hope you walked away learning a bit more. Give me, give me a like if you learned something juicy today. Leave a comment. This is an open discussion. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week. Bye.